Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. And it's my turn to actually get on here and talk for a little bit. Hello, welcome to the Sean Powers Podcast here with the My Morning Show and My1043 Local Radio, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. How the heck are you doing, everybody? You guys uh, you guys good? Man, the springtime is here, getting ready for the warmer temperatures. And man, I'm telling you what, summer's coming very soon. Uh, my daughter's getting ready to graduate from high school here on June 5th. I'm, I just, man, time is flying by. You know, time is flying by. A lot of stuff's going on. Life moves faster and faster as the days get, to me, they get shorter and shorter. But anyways, what am I going to talk about today on our podcast? What, what is this subject matter? Well, I work in radio. And it's influenced me my entire life. How about let's talk about music? Let's talk about '80s music first. You know, let let's let's settle into the '80s here today, and uh, let's take you back to the 1980s for music. Okay, music in the '80s. Oh my gosh, people, you either love it or you hate it. Now, here's my question. First of all, first and foremost, here. Why does music for the 1980s still test really high amongst people? And I mean test, like you bring up a song from the 80s, and people who weren't even alive in the 80s, you know, they weren't born until the 90s or 2000s, you know, they go, they go, man, 80s music is really, really a lot better. Why was 80s music so good? Well, I can tell you why. I worked in Top 40 Radio. I started doing Top 40 Radio. Actually, I started doing radio in general in uh, December of 1989 is when I really, really got into it. And then I got my first internship just after that, and then I was just off to the races. So I've been doing radio you know, over 30 years. And what I found out is it always comes back. Everybody loves the 80s music. The 80s was more of a carefree generation, kind of like the 70s were for you know a little bit older than the adults. And we'll talk about 70s music you know, down the road. But what music from the 80s really defines who you are, really just 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 tells the story of who you are. And I'm just going to open up and just be honest with you guys. I like all kinds of stuff. I like all kinds of music. I've, you know, being in radio, I've done pretty much every radio format out there, um, you know, from this side of the mic to producing to to actually just being involved in radio. And what I found out is 80s music is always always standing out. I mean, it, it, it just, it does, you know, and we're talking, well, here's, here's the thing that I like about eighties music is eighties is pop. You've got eighties rock. You've got eighties hip hop. When hip hop came out, uh, you know, hip hop or urban or rhythmic or whatever. And you have all of these different eclectic uh, musical genres all coming together. They made up top 40 radio. You know, Casey Kasem's American Top 40 would play all the time every week. And you'd be like hearing all these songs and going, man, all right, all right. Now, a lot of the songs. They didn't they didn't really they, they charted the top 40 charts, but they didn't really stand the test of time. You know, they just they fell off. They they were like forgotten, you know, and and radio just started playing the big hits over and over and over again. The one song that really defines me is Jump from Van Halen, 1984. And I like the eruption part, you know, the beginning part where it's got the longer intro and people are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump Van Halen. That defined me. Also, Owner of a Lonely Heart from Yes. Also in 1984. See, it was like 83, 84 is really when I started getting into in, into the music scene. I was like eight, nine years old. And I remember uh, my, uh, my, uh, my mom and dad uh, and my sister and I, we went to the record store for the first time. And I remember buying a 45. It was, Wool- it was at Woolworths, actually. Uh, they had a record section. And then they had the, the charts that week. And then they had all the 45s uh, listed and labeled there. 
And I remember the first song that I had on 45 that I purchased on my own money, my birthday money. It was $1.79, 1984. It was um, it was uh, Somebody's Watch. No, it was 1983, actually. Rockwell with Michael Jackson, Somebody's Watch Me on the Motown label. And that was my very first 45. Now, the first album we got that Christmas of 83, and I remember it was the Human League Fascination. And my sister had a record player, and she played. It was an album because he didn't have CDs back then. People go, what? CDs? What? You know? Oh my gosh, you guys are really old. Eight tracks? No. So I was between eight tracks, and it was it was records and, and, and 45s and cassettes, of course. And uh, back in those days, so I was all about uh, the Human League. Uh, Keep feeling fascination. Mirror Man. Uh, they had a bunch of other songs on there as well. I don't even remember the other ones. But I remember that was the first album that we got. And then uh, later on, my sister and I, my parents went out and bought us the Def Leppard Pyromania album. And I remember listening to that thing over and over and over again. Then for Christmas of 1983, my sister received the album on Epic Records. I'll never forget it. Adam Ant. And it had Strip on it, and it was uh, uh, Puss and Boots was another song on there. And I think Goody Two Shoes might have been on that or not. Uh, but my grandma, she asked my grandma for Adam Ant's album. And on the album cover, he's like half naked. He's in the jungle. It's just really risque. And my grandma bought it and goes, oh, my gosh. <laughs> My grandma, of course, you know, growing up to Lawrence Welk and, you know, music from the 40s and the 30s, she goes, oh, my gosh, what does it, what is this Adam Ant guy? Oh, my gosh, this is this is sacrilege. This is against God and, and all that. So she ended up buying the album for her, and uh, she ended up, uh, my sister ended up loving it. She, she, you know, became a big fan or whatever. But I remember that that record from back in the day. And uh, also, uh, when I was, uh, it was the Christmas of 1984, I remember I really, really loved New Edition. They had come out with like Candy Girl, and they had uh, Cool It Now was the big hit that they had. Mr. Telephone Man, My Secret. Uh, they just came out with a ton of stuff. So my grandma bought that album for me, and I remember opening it at my grandma's house. And I still remember, at, you know, being at the house opening that on Christmas Day, playing it on my grandma's record player all throughout dinner and all throughout the afternoon. And it was the album, so it had all the hits on there. And it was on MCA Records, and oh my gosh, I just I, I remember that stuff um so what kind of music of the 80s i mean what was your early influence in the 80s or what was the first one of the first songs that you've heard in the 80s and you were just like i love this stuff and then of course then i got into the pop side because I listened to the Top 40 radio, and they played The Scandal, The Warrior. Uh, they would play Brady Mardona's Into the Night. I went out and bought that 45. Uh, greatest Love of All from Whitney Houston in 1984. And my dad passed away in 89, so I remember this clearly. We had a uh, dining room with those regressed windows, and it was May of 84, and we went to the record store and bought it on Arista Records, and it was Greatest Love of All. My dad had the stereo cranked up. We took it home. We played Greatest Love of All, and he said, you know what? The, the greatest part of the song is, you know what, no matter what happens in your life, Sean, nobody can take away who you are, your dignity and who you are, and your, and your power's pride. And he goes, and remember that for the rest of your life. And, of course, then he passed away five years later, and I still remember that day. So, you know, greatest love of all, every time I hear that, I think of my dad. You know, it takes me back to that day. Uh, Tops and Twins Hold Me Now was another one that my dad played over and over and over again. And then they got smart on my birthday, September 12th of 1984, my 10th birthday. Uh, I got uh, the Cars album, and I got the Cars 45, and then I got two stereos. And my dad goes, why do you need two stereos? You only need one. I go, well, I just need a stereo and a turntable. Uh, but I need another turntable because I got to mix it back and forth. And he didn't understand that at the time. So, he, you know, he uh, he got me the two stereo systems or whatever. Thank you, guys, mom and dad. Love you guys from the bottom of my heart. 
Anyways, so we got that stereo systems, and I sat there and played radio station all day long. I didn't even celebrate my birthday. I went down and had cake and ice cream, and other than that, I was sitting in the dining room just playing records, blah, blah, blah. All my friends were there. It was a great time. I was Mr. DJ, you know? But, uh, man, music of the early to mid-'80s. Then we graduated in the late-'80s after my dad passed away in 89. Uh, we graduated to CDs at that point, and then I started collecting CDs. And I remember my first CD was uh, Amy Grant, Heart and Motion which was a great album. I got it for free, so I took it. Uh, then Hall & Oates' Greatest Hits, I got that, and I was just like, boom, I was stuck from there. And then I got more dead. Now they got the Def Leppards, and you know, I got to the um, the Ted Nugents, and I started getting into the rock thing, and, and I just, I don't know. It was just, it was a great time. 80s music is always, always awesome. I tell you what, if you want to, if, if you know, if you want to share your stories of your, you know, your first time listening to 80s music, definitely send me an email. You can send Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at WCZY.net. Or you can reach out to me at the radio station or find me on Facebook or through this podcast, you can send me a message and uh, let me know. Because I, I just I love hearing other people's stories. I like sharing my own, but I like hearing other people's stories. 1980s music, though, was the bomb. And I could go on and on. We're going to have a part two to this for the 80s because I'm telling you what, there's there's definitely a whole new section uh, that I can get into. But that's basically how I started in, in 1980s music. That's how I started listening to the music. And yeah, I was eight or nine years old and I got into it. Um, I got to give Larry... Uh, Backley, a ton of love. Larry was a good friend of my mom and dad's, and uh, he met uh, he met Julie, who was a babysitter for us, and they met at my mom and dad's house at a party. Anyways, Larry was a DJ, and he worked for several radio stations, and he did you know mobile work, weddings, and stuff like that. And and he uh, he was going through a horrible divorce at the time. And long story short, he stashed a ton of his records and his whole stereo system and everything at my mom and dad's house. That's really what got me into it. So I snuck downstairs in the middle of the night and I started playing the records and looking. I was just like I was in awe. I was like, oh my gosh. And I mean, his albums and his forty five filled our entire basement. We had a huge basement. So that's really what got me into it. And then I started listening to the music and then like the Eurythmics, uh, Here Comes the Rain Again. That was another one that was uh, early on in the day. So anyways, I don't know. I'm just all over the map today. That's it though. 1980s music. That's what we're talking about today. We appreciate you taking your time to listen to today's podcast. Dribbling me, you know, me dribbling on. This is only part one of the 80s though, because I said before, I've got to do a part two of this. Anyways, that's what's going on. That's what's up with this podcast. Appreciate you listening. Hey, spread the word. Tell friends about us. My Michigan Podcasts with an S dot com. And you can check out some of the other cool things that we have on podcasts here as well. Until the next episode, Sean, for now, see ya. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.